Hey, Rug Room peeps, how the hell are you? We are back for podcast number five of Rug Rescue, and we're excited to do this. I'm absolutely pumped about this show. I love it. I'm, I'm just looking forward to doing this for a long time coming. Um, Paul and I have been discussing this for, you know, going on some time now about trying to get people to be able to hear the actual call that we're dealing with, why we're asking questions the way we do, what we want from you when we get the call, because you know, we're trying to solve the puzzle and we have to be the detective. Um, we get calls from so many different people on uh, from beginners to people who've been doing a long time, instructors who um, actually are, in, you know, been teaching for a long time and they start to clean rugs or they've been clean rugs and they have an issue that comes up. They call us and bounce ideas off of. We deal with everyone and that is the beauty of what we do and why we love it so much because there's not big egos in this. Well, maybe there's a little bit of ego. Let's face it. When we are able to save a rug or do something great, we're pumped. We're excited. We want people to know because, frankly, when they have an issue, we want them to know that we are there for you. We can dissect this. We can figure this out. And if you allow us to, we can solve that problem probably and, and make your life a little bit better. So when we get these calls, we want to start telling you a little bit more about, and that's how Rug Rescue was created. Paul and I also have conversations one-on-one -on -one about different, you know, uh, subjects and different things. And, you know, maybe they won't be in the trenches of washing a rug sometimes, but we're going to discuss them here. We're going to talk about them. We're going to have fun. But this is uh, Mr. Paul Lucas in the left-hand corner. Paul, how you doing, buddy? I'm doing good. Glad to be here. It is awesome to be here. I am so thankful for it. It has been an interesting week for me, but... I'm ready to go, Paul. So you <laughs> called me earlier. We talked and you had another call come in. That was uh, a little bit of a problem. So what, what happened? Well, I got a call from a guy, you know, he's in the rug washing business, uh, but he's a little sketchy. So, you know, I, I kind of wondered why he was even calling me and, you know, was it some kind of setup? But turns out I was able to help him. Uh, so he had washed this uh, leather rug and everything seemed to go fine. Uh, and then they dried it. And then all the little leather pieces, I guess it had like leather uh, pile to it. They all stuck together. And so now the hand of the rug was was ruined. And it was like, okay, do I have to rewash it again? Should I apply leather conditioner? You know, what should I do to, to you know, because it was great when we cleaned it, but now next day here it's it's stuck together so um just so happens uh that this rug washer has a, a tumble dryer and so what we did was say well don't do all that stuff don't rewash it don't put leather conditioner on it just put it in the tumble dryer and let it tumble for a few minutes check it tumble it some more check it and that's probably all you need to do you remember that phone call, Cam? You know, I, I think I might know somebody who called you about that. For some reason, it's ringing a bell. But I think this guy who called you about that was really knew the answer because he's so smart, and but decided to call you anyways. Who, who was that? <laughs> you know what? That is absolutely great, Paul, because as soon as you started, I went, oh, that SOB. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so go ahead and tell Paul who was the call from. Uh, I think his name was Cam. Uh, uh, Cameroon, uh, 
Mayfield, I think it was. <laughs> Absolutely it was. And I remember this rug because, and I remember sitting there thinking to myself, Paul, the conversation was, do I reclean this? Did I leave soil in there? Do I need to go back with some leather conditioner? Do I need to tumble it? If I do tumble it, how the hell do I go about it? And, and, and that's something I want to talk to everybody about because when it came to the tumbling part of it, if the, now let's get into the world of tumblers for a minute, okay? There are probably, what, four different tumblers out there, I would say, you know, if you want to get into the construction of them. You have the tumblers that have to be in a room closed away or put outside. You have the enclosed ones. You have a dryer style tumbler where there's no real bars or anything. It's just kind of going around. So I'll, I'm going to stop there. So actually three basic kinds. Some of, if you tried to put that rug in some tumblers, you could really, really have a problem come down in your direction. So and it needs to be more of an enclosed. You couldn't go into an open style one that you see from Turkey um, or some, there's an American-made company that sells one. A great one too. It's built like hell. Um, but it's too open. So let's talk about how to protect that rug for a second. And then we can go back into cleaning it and conditioners and all that. But one of the things that was thrown at me was, and I can't remember if it was you or Nate talking about it, putting it in a laundry bag, a soccer ball bag. And that way now that rug has some protection because it could be a little brittle. It could be an issue, right? So that's, that's one of the things that we did discuss, didn't we? Yes, yes, we did. So what happens with leather, when you when you wash it and get it all wet, uh, that water is going to evaporate. And what happens is the leather gets stiff, okay? And this happens when you clean leather too. So one of the tricks of cleaning a hide or a leather rug is you must manipulate that skin with typically a weighted roller uh, on a surface that's not rock hard, uh, a, a surface that'll give. So if you have a thin rug or just leather, no hair, you want to put down like a quilt or a carpet cushion, rug cushion, so that when you put that weighted roller across it, it manipulates and moves that leather. And that breaks that stiffness. If you skip that step, then you end up with leather like rawhide, where it's hard. And that's also why there's that stinkiness, because the fibers get next to each other, the, the, the leather gets next to each other, that water uh, moves away. And then again, you get the same thing we talked about earlier uh, on another uh, uh, podcast there, is you get those hydrogen bonds that act like glue and stick those fibers together, and then they dry hard. So leather requires some manipulation. Now, let, let me give you a, an example. If you're old, you'll, you'll know that this is true. Before I, see, anybody... I see we got Thomas on here, Paul, so you'll understand what you're saying. Okay. You, said you needed someone old to pay attention to this. So Thomas, yeah. you can hear us. You, you pay attention to this one. So when when you're if you're an older person, when you were little, mom used to wash her clothes and she took the clothes and put them on it on a line out in the backyard 
a clothesline and she used clothespins and she hung those clothes to dry uh, in the outdoor environment. Well, if you have blue jeans, when you tried to put them on the, the next day, they were stiff as a board and they're made out of cotton. Yeah. You had a hard time getting your feet to go through the legs because they were like glued together and stiff. And sometimes you could even stand like, your pants up or your shorts up because they were so stiff. And a, sometimes even a, a shirt, when you put your arm into the sleeve, you had a hard time pushing your hand through. Sometimes you had to take it back off and open up that sleeve. Well, that's again, with, when drying happens, uh, the moisture leaves and the fiber sticks to itself. Because again, of those hydrogen bonds. So tumbling in a dryer, it's not just drying, it's also breaking that surface tension and loosening up those fibers so that when you pull it out of the dryer, it's nice and soft and not stiff and hard. So if you're old enough or, or you know you didn't have a tumble dryer. Uh, when you when um, in your home, then you know exactly what's happening. So same thing. We wash a leather rug, we dry it on the line or dry it on the drying rack, and it gets stiff. And it just needs that tumbling to remove that stiffness. And, and I'll tell you what, Paul. When it came to that particular rug, I wish I had a picture of it. And, and down the road, we will provide. We'll start providing more pics. Also in the comment section, when we post this to YouTube in different areas, in the comment area, you will notice that we will post uh, links to the products that we're talking about. And we will also post, we'll try to post pictures to the subject of what we're talking about. That way you guys can kind of get a good grip on what we're discussing. However, this podcast is more about just talking about it and discussing things and stuff like that. Everyone uh, will also post our phone numbers. That way, if you ever have questions, you're always welcome to call us and we'll be here to help. Um, tumbling did wonders for that rug. It solved the problem. And I remember when we talked about it, you know, I was really back and forth on what I wanted to do with that rug. Um, and the reason was is because I've cleaned many of them. However, this one was clumping up differently than what I was used to. It, it didn't want to, it didn't seem to react to conditioner or re-cleaning like I expected. And I just was kind of scratching my head going, wait a minute, why is this not doing what I expect it to do? And then I stopped and I remembered something. It's a freaking rug. Why does any rug not do what we want it to do sometimes? You know, you, you, you get the same damn rug you've cleaned 20,000 times and all of a sudden that one time it just that's why I always get a kick out of the carpet cleaners and some rug cleaners that will say well I've done this a thousand times and it's always worked out and then 1001 comes back to vitamin E ASS Paul said I can't cuss on this even though it's a podcast so I want to spell it out you know so it does happen. Weird things happen. Strange things happen. And this one really did throw me for a loop, Paul. So we discussed it. Now, here's something I want to talk about before we end this podcast, because this could be a little bit of a shorter one tonight on this particular subject. But I want to get into the conditioner side of things. We preach over and over and over again when we're doing hides 
first and last out on those backs. Get that leather conditioner on there, roll it in, work it in, go to wash and rub, typically with LST unless we have urine. This is one of those leather shag rubs that we were dealing with. Because of that style, can we put the leather conditioner on the face of that rug? Could we do that and then start washing? Is that okay to do with those? Yeah, in class and, and also on my website um, at um, chemax.com website, um, we put in the leather conditioner first in, last out. So we put it in and then we wash it out. Uh, and if it needs it, we put it in again. Okay, so here's what the situation is. We say we want to moisturize the leather. That's kind of the term. Or like your skin. If you if you have dry skin, you want to moisturize your skin. Well, it's not moisture. I mean, that's the term we use, but it's not water. It's not humidity. What we want to do is replace the lipids. So a living animal has in their skin, you too, me too, we have lipids or fats that the body manufactures that are in our skin. And that makes the skin healthy and pliable and all those good things. Now, when you, when you kill that animal and you skin them, uh, it can't make those lipids anymore. So eventually it's going to dry out. And when it dries out, it's going to get stiff and hard and not feel soft and nice. And it's gonna take on a shape and it's not gonna to wanna to move from that shape. So what Quick. we need to do is replace Sorry. those lipids and put them back in. So we say we're moisturizing the leather, but what we're doing is we're putting lipids back in. And that's what leather conditioner is, is new lipids. Now, for your skin, uh, you can just use like, you know, hand cream and uh, put that in and that'll make it nice. But you take a shower and you clean often. So th those um, do not get rancid. But with leather, where you're only going to clean it once a year or once every five years, uh, you want to use lipids that will not decay and not be consumed by microorganisms. Absolutely, Paul. You know, I, I always love doing the leathers because it, it's so many have cleaned them from carpet cleaners to rug cleaners, haven't quite gotten the results they want. And, and the things we get into from the conditioner to the tumbling to uh, leaf blowers on the, on the face, you know, all those things with these hides, it, it really makes such a difference. And it really takes you from being just this average everyday cleaner to being the expert. And everyone always talks about what they say, how do I separate myself from everybody else? Well, guess what, folks? The stuff we're talking about right now, this is the stuff that separates you. This is stuff that makes you better than next guy, next company, next gal. And, and you really got to get these things, pay attention to them because they're so important. But on that one, here it is. You've got someone now I've been instructing going on uh, I won't say I was an instructor for the first couple of years. I was still learning a lot. I wasn't there. I can comfortably say I've been instructing now for about the last seven. And this was 
what, a year ago, Paul, when I called you about the shrub? About a year, right? Yeah, maybe less. Yeah. And, you know, I, I just didn't feel 100%. I brainstormed it, but it wasn't enough for me to feel 100% comfortable. So I made that phone call. And that's what this podcast is all about. Guys, thanks for joining us on Rug Rescue Podcast number five. This is something that we want to put out there to you guys. Have a good conversation and try to give you something that might be beneficial to you. We've got more coming up. We're looking forward to uh, 2023. Got amazing classes coming up, different style classes coming up, all sorts of things that are going on. Mr. Paul Lucas has already got different ideas for some new products. Like always, he's all the guys constantly coming up with something. I get phone calls at 3.30 in the morning. Yeah, who's this? I'm thinking it's emergency. Uh, hey, this is Paul. I've got an idea. I mean, the guy's he's just a maniac. 3.30 in the morning, he's got an idea for something. I'm going, are you freaking crazy? But that's Mr. Paul Lucas. He is one of the best, no doubt about it. But look, guys. We really appreciate you, and we really hope that you're going to join us for more podcasts to come with Rug Rescue. And if you have any suggestions, please put it in the comments. Comments, Please hit the like buttons. All that good stuff as we get this posted. We're going to need all of you behind us so we can keep building on this and put something great out there for you. Again, guys, Cam Mayville here, Mr. Paul Lucas up in the corner, my best bud. Thanks again. Keep it clean, and we will see you next time on Rug Rescue. Take care. Thanks for showing up.